Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the BD Podcast. This is episode 76. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And I'm your other host, Brody. And uh, today we're talking about what we've what was voted for in the poll. Uh, apologies for last week. It was um, stressful. And it just wasn't a great week for me overall. Um, Brody got some good news. I don't know if you want to share with the viewers. Maybe plug it a little bit. But um, I mean, I could, but I can. Uh, it's it's weird. I got a new job. That's I, I sell things. I, but I have to keep it in Canada, so that's why it's kind of yeah. You know, it's fun. I'm liking it so far. It's only day two. Yeah, day two. Official day two. Yes. We've been training for a few days now, so. Yes. Yes, yes. But yeah, I think it's good that you got something to do around now. Yeah. For work, anyways. And I'm still probably going to find another job. Something yeah. to fill in the gaps. Yeah, at least you've got something now, and especially once, you know will start slowly coming off sir but all the jobs that are out there are gonna slowly disappear anyways so good thing exactly that you got something now um i found out all my college courses are online great i have mixed opinions opinions i can't talk maybe i need a fucking english class online i also have mixed onions yes is that what you open your mixed onions yes um, I have mixed opinions on online classes just because I don't have the best drive when it comes to... It's not that I don't have the best drive, it's just the fact that if there's an assignment due in three weeks and I'm doing my work at home now, if there's an assignment due in three weeks, that's two weeks and six days that I could be doing like video games or Netflix or anything else. If there's something else in front of me, I'm going to end up doing that, which is why I'm terrible for doing assignments when I'm at, when I'm at home. Yeah. But, but then I also don't like staying at the college, so there's that. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. Maybe maybe this is going to be the new normal, I guess. We don't really know. Exactly right. It's kind of hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, so last episode, I can't even say last week because there wasn't one last week, but last episode, um, we talked about what we would get rid of in the world, um, whether it was people or things, Brody, you turned into a political assassin. Yes, sir. Oh, that's fancy. Fancy little ringtone there. Yeah, I didn't think my ringer was on. <laughs> yeah, I turned mine on. It kind of it has to be for my job. I have to turn it back off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so then this week, uh, what won out was, do we believe it's okay to sometimes tell white lies or um, cheat by cutting corners, um, stuff like that? Uh, I can't remember what it was pitted against, honestly. But this <laughs> one has been up for a few weeks, and now we get to talk about it. So, where do you want to start with this one? This, where, where do you want to start unpacking this? Um, I think we could start with, like, the lying part and move into, like, the cheating and the cut, the corner-cutting part. Sorry, I'm cheating on you already. 
Wow. <laughs> I hate to break it on this podcast, but... Uh, I feel that. Right, lying. Um, I lied to you about cheating on you. <gasps> you did both. <laughs> How fucking dare you? <laughs> and that's the episode, folks. Lying and cheating are good, in fact. Um, no, I, I, I guess I have a mixed opinion on what is necessarily a lie, because, like, and, and that's where it kind of becomes subjective in a sense, um, because, like, a lot of white lies are what, you know, parents tell their children, um, if there are any children listening, I'm sorry, I'm gonna ruin your entire childhood, but, like, the whole lie about Santa not being real, sorry, Brody, um, what? (laughs) Santa's not real, I'm sorry. Um, but all these, like, little lies, like the Tooth Fairy and Santa Claus and stuff, it's kind of hard to be mad at for being, and, and to classify it as a lie, in my opinion, because parents are doing this, um, you know, to, like, provide imagination for their kids and to provide a fun time around, like, the holidays and stuff, and... Um, so in that sense, I kind of get it, and I don't think it's really classified as a lie, in my opinion. I don't know how you feel about that, but that's, like, kind of the earliest lies we're told as children is, you know, go to sleep and let you fairly leave money under your pillow or, you know, Santa Claus or some, you know, figment that people have created. That's kind of like our first sense of, quote-unquote, white lies. I don't know how you feel about that. I thought you said white Y of some, like, what? <laughs> I sure hope not. I don't know. I kind, of, I kind of agree with that, that it gives, like, Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, whatever the hell you want to call it, gives that sense of, like, imagination and, like, I could guess you could say hope for kids. But then again, I was very young when all that came crashing down. Yeah. That this wasn't real and that wasn't real, and you know the lie the parents say that they love you. That one, that's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but yeah, no, like that stuff like that. I don't think is lying or counts as like a lie Mm. because it's I don't know. I guess furthering their development because then they're they're just building them up for like the letdown of being an adult. You know? Yeah, that's the other side that I don't necessarily agree on is you're building their reality and and it's in itself it sounds like gaslighting because you're literally building this reality they believe is real and then you know one day fucking timmy on the playground is going around showing like evidence that santa claus isn't real and then you got your your kids um spreading that to other people's kids spreading to other people's kids and eventually they're all gonna you know find out and they're gonna feel hurt that uh that you lied to them because to us that might not seem like a big lie, but to them that's like their whole reality. So <laughs> is lying about it when they're kids almost, you know, manipulating them into doing what you want in that sense? Because like how many parents hold over, you're not going to get any presents this year from Santa if you're not good. Man, I always hated hearing that. They're like, oh, you weren't good. You're not going to get presents now. And it's just like, what? What? Yeah. And what's the whole point of this? Yeah. You do one bad thing, then you may as well just be a little shit the whole year. I think that's what my mentality was, just to be an asshole as much as possible. 
And that is why Brody gets coal every year. Yeah. Hey, but think, you can turn coal into diamonds, so I still win. Brody's a diamond in the rough. <laughs> very, very rough. I'm just going to put a lot of pressure on him. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> um, but, like, the, the, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of the initial lie we're told. Um, yeah. And then another one kind of to do with kids that I thought I'd bring up is the whole double standard when it comes to even foods certain kids don't like certain foods they won't eat it but their parents will make them and then their parents also don't like food but they don't get to eat it because they're adults so they get to pick what they can eat but their kids have to eat everything um it's not so much a lie it's more of a manipulation and forcing like that that doesn't seem right to me either if a kid doesn't like something there could be a good indicator. Maybe he's allergic to it and his body's just having a reaction to it. Yeah. And see, that was like with my parents is if you don't like it, then you don't eat. So it's kind of like, well, either I eat this, I don't like it or I starve. So yeah. didn't really have a choice. Mm-hmm. As shitty as that is. Yeah. It's like humans, even as kids were meant to have free will taking that away by forcing us to do something like that is really shitty in my opinion. Right. Who? <laughs> um, moving on to like, cause as, um, as we develop and as we grow, our brains get more complex and we cannot come up with more like complex lies. And then eventually if you get good enough, you can become president, but <laughs> shots fired intentionally, but um, you know, were there any lies that you, like, you know, we just don't have to share them, but are there any lies you told your parents or your friends and family that, um, that you still feel guilty about? Or do you think the guilt of lying, um, fades over time? See, well, there's, this is kind of where I classify this differently. Um, is that like, I always feel bad, like when, not that I do very often as like lie to like friends and stuff like that. But like lying to my parents, fuck, I did that constantly. Because they always want to know exactly where I was, who I was with, when I was going to be home, like yeah. all this shit. So, of course, I'd lie to them. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't know. It's different to me, I think. Yeah, I find that interesting with you and your brother, just because your brother is older than you. And usually, um, when... When a couple have kids, usually the older one is the one that is more helicoptered than, like, a second or third born. Well, I wouldn't really know, but I think he was as well. But he didn't have much of, like, a social life, so he never went out. So he never had to, like, helicopter him, where I was the exact opposite. I was always the one going out and causing trouble and breaking rules and that's that's yeah that's just kind of odd to me because if he was reclusive um and you know better behaved than little brody he's a spider yes okay um (laughs) why (laughs) um then it's interesting then they also helicoptered um you because usually i mean from what i've learned anyways once you have one kid and you parent him one way, and if usually if it turns out like decent or looks like he's developing decently, then they'll parent um, less strict 
the next kid, so that's interesting. Because my mom, my mom was the opposite. She was a hard ass on my sister, and my brother, and then when I came around, I could pretty much get away with whatever. <laughs> I wish I would have been a lot worse if I could get away with more shit. I think I feel. See, but the thing is, I could get away probably with a lot more shit than they could, but I never did because I guess I was just more like your brother, where I was yeah. reclusive and not fighting and partying. Hey, whoa there. <laughs> Some of Brody's favorite pastimes. I had a rad lifestyle, and then it all came crashing down. Now it's bougie. Yeah. It definitely is that. Um, okay, now, are there any lies that you've been told by people that you still kind of, like, hold a grudge over? Um, yep. Uh, do, do you want me to say what? Well, you don't have to share. I was just curious. No. Um, mainly the thing around um, girlfriends. Not that you, you know what I mean, but I won't go into detail about that. Is like, well, I can say it vaguely. Like people lying, saying that they love you and they'll never leave you and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. I'd say the worst thing that that kind of fucked me up was when my parents split, seeing their relationship fail, and then like comparing it all to mine and why they failed. And it's definitely weird in that sense. Yeah, you know. This took a really weird turn, but anyways. <laughs> okay, that's what we're here for on the podcast. Really weird turns. I guess it kind of... I guess it kind of all relates to the whole lying thing. Yeah. Just trying to think back to... I mean, I don't really have many grudges in place because of lies or whatever. Usually if... If you burn me, I'll forgive you once. But if you burn me again, it's done. Like we're we're done. Like I've had that with my friends where they lie to me or they, you know, they say one thing and they go talk to somebody else and say another thing. And usually, usually after that, I go talk to them. And if they don't change what they're talk like the toxic behavior they're displaying, then I just you know I cut ties with them. That's why I don't hold grudges against people. And eventually, I just kind of forget about them because they obviously don't matter. Yeah, that's very true. So, I try not to hold grudges. Obviously, there's some people in my life that I do, but I feel like are deserving. Um, but, I don't know. I just... I don't think it's healthy to hold in that anger, and I'm definitely not, like, the best spokesperson for anger and letting it go healthily, but <laughs> at least I'm aware that it's not healthy to hold that in so mm. i don't i don't really have like there's no big secrets i don't think that i've been told in my life that i've been um that were kept from me or that you know uh that i was, was lied to for like a long time like there's nothing in my life that is that important that i'm gonna hold against someone so I guess I'm in a position where I can at least be grateful that that's never happened to me, but just like the regular lying and every day, you know, you're, you look so good today, Brandon. Like, I know you're, that's bullshit. I just threw a hat on and went to work. That's it. Like, don't bullshit me. 
But um, yeah, the regular little lies, like you get over it eventually. Like you get to a certain age where the little lies that you know are lies because you know like certain people act certain ways. Like once you get in a certain age, you know that uh, it doesn't really matter anymore. Those people will continue to tell those little lies, maybe trying to cause some drama, maybe trying to, um, you know, be relatable or be funny or be, you know, that person that everyone wants to be friends with. But at the end of the day, like, they don't really matter. At the end of the day, you just got to be yourself. Be yourself, unless you can be someone better than be there. <laughs> <laughs> then be them. Yeah. Good advice. Um, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Move into the cheating. Yes. Um. I mean, similar to lying in some respects, uh, cheating, depending on your definition, I mean, mine is more like just purposely evading and hurting someone with information or or, um, doing something that would intentionally hurt them um, while betraying them. That's kind of like my idea of cheating, because like there is that innate sense of trust, you know? That when it's broken, like when someone does cheat, like it's it can be devastating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've been through that a couple times, and yeah, it definitely shatters you. That's for sure. Takes your your at or your take on like what's happening, relationship, reality, whatever it is, and just crumbles it to pieces. Yeah, and it's another one where there's like different levels of cheating you could you know cheat off a math test you could cheat your way through a fucking sobriety test somehow you could um you know cheat on your significant other there's like different levels of cheating um so what what do you think is acceptable and what do you think is unacceptable well i i know cheating in any form should be unacceptable but, like, it's not, like, it's possible just to stop. Like, there's people who always cheat on tests. Like, people who always cheat in relationships. Like, mm-hmm. people who always cheat, like, life or cheat in games. Like, there's, there's no way to stop it. But to me, there's no gray area. It's all just bad. Right. I don't know. What do you think? I think inherently cheating is bad and has a negative connotation but i also feel like there are certain scenarios where it shouldn't be as as bad of a thing as it shouldn't i don't think it should be black and white purely because there are different levels and i don't know if this changes kind of your statement there like obviously you think all cheating's bad but do you think there should be a gray area for stuff that isn't as severe like if you're cheating on a drug test and you're a pilot and you're driving a plane full of a thousand people and all a thousand people die like that's obviously not cool and like cheating's bad but then you also have 
you know, a third grade student who just wanted to impress his parents, so he cheated on his math test. Do you think there's a gray area for lesser, lesser well, offenses? Yes and no. Like, we've all done it. I've cheated on fucking tests when I was younger and even when I was in high school. I've done it. Everyone's done it. Um, and even if you get a good grade, like, someone always finds out and it comes back to bite you in the ass. Mm-hmm. At least from my knowledge, like, I've never... Not that I've done it lots, but every time like I cheated on something, whatever it was, someone always found out, and then it was just hell from there. Yeah, I guess that's where my sense of it just being all bad comes from. Because mm-hmm. yeah, there are cer- there are certain scenarios or situations that like if you're cheating, and you shouldn't really get a second chance at that. Like I think anyone who you know, cheats on a drug test and, you know, they're responsible for other human lives or even their own. Like, they shouldn't have... But then it's hard to to punish a person for that because how do you punish them if that's their livelihood? Like, they can't get a job there, so now they have to go work somewhere else just because they, they cheated. I mean, yeah, they should be punished, but what, like, what severity punishment fits the crime, you know? Yeah, that's where there's different levels as well, you know, like like you mentioned, if you cheat on a drug test and kill a thousand people in an airplane, or whether you cheat on a math test when you're in the third grade, like, yeah, you'll get a slap on the wrist for cheating on the test, or like, all the severity of like, committing manslaughter on that many counts. Like, yeah, there's different levels of punishments that should be had. Mm-hmm. Not like, you cheat on a math test, oh, you're in jail for the rest of your life. Yeah, and I guess that brings us back around to an episode we did ages ago, which was Capital Punishment. Who, sorry, who has the right to to um, monitor and to gauge what their crime was and how severe their punishment should be? Like, who who has that position? Who has who should have that authority in order to judge how this person's crimes are worse than this person's crimes? And I mean, this is. This is obviously not cheating on your math test. I don't think anyone's going to put you in a courtroom for that. But I mean, I'd hope not. <laughs> but, like, who is, like, who who is without sin, I guess, if you want to compare it to the Bible? I mean, that's what a bunch of people do when they talk about capital punishment. They bring religion into it. But, I mean, that is one fair point. I will give them. Who is one without guilt that can, you know, judge these people based on their crimes and judge what their punishment should be. And that chair of yours. <laughs> yes? Fucking terrible. But yeah, no, like... As my chair makes a bunch of noise. <laughs> but yeah, no, like you were saying that I've been trying so hard to focus. I was just saying, like, I don't know how any one person can be the judge of other people's crimes and be able to, you know, pass down judgment. I mean, who are who are you to have that power, I guess? Yeah, that's where, like, that's where I don't believe that, like, judges should have, well, I guess they don't really have, like, the all hearsay 
because they have to go through a court system and like not that I really know how the court system works all that well, but jury has to come to a consensus like not one person should ever have that power like it should always be like a vote like it is now you know well that's not entirely true either you can either face the jury the judge or the or both so in some cases like it can just be a judge that passes down your sentence and then and like i feel like that's a lot of lesser crime i feel like they only bring a jury in if it's not like cut and dry like you know this guy shot this guy here's the evidence kind of thing oh okay at least from my understanding of how it works at least in the states and and up here but but yeah i don't know i don't feel like anyone should have that power no i agree with that no one should have that much power and i think like we mentioned in the capital punishment episode um I think we mentioned, like, there should be no fault. Like, there should be no margin of error that this person could be innocent. Um, Same thing for people who cheat and get punishment that way. You obviously don't want false allegations, which, you know, are a thing nowadays. You don't want a false allegation to end up ruining someone's life just because they cheated on, you know, someone said they cheated on a drug test and... uh, they actually didn't, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't feel like I feel like cheating and lying are both wrong, but they both have. Unfortunately, they both have. Their uses in society. Um, and the government lies to people all the time. And yes, it's wrong to lie. But imagine if they came up with all the secrets that they know and just told the general public. I mean, people already create conspiracy theories around shit. So, I mean, no, the government line is not a good thing, but it has its uses, if you get me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's... No, no, it definitely has its place in politics, which... I mean, cheating is... Yeah, exactly. Like, cheating the system when it comes to politics can be really bad, but a lot of that just falls through the cracks that no one really knows about it. Or if they know about it, they can't really say anything because they get dealt with. And this whole pandemic is exactly why the government of China wanted to lie, because look how fucking catastrophic it was when it came out. People were panicking, they were like, they didn't care about each other, they just wanted to survive, and... You know, nobody cared about anyone else except themselves. Like, and that was from the lie of, like, you know, we've got a pandemic. We should band together. Like, no one banded together. Everyone just panicked and fucking went their own way. And that was all from one lie. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. So lying does have its uses, especially when it comes to controlling the masses. But that doesn't make it right. And... It might be effective, it doesn't make it right, but so that's why it's a gray area for me. Um, just because I feel like a lot more people would be freaking out right now if they knew half the shit that's actually going on. Oh, yeah, no, it'd be that's where. Hmm? Go ahead. Oh, no, that's where I was just gonna agree with you that lying to you know control the mass hysteria doesn't happen or that you know. Certain secrets don't get leaked and shit like that is somewhat good. Mm-hmm. 
What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, like, we're not experts. We're not, you know, insiders in the White House or in Ottawa or anything. Like, we don't know anything special. But, like, obviously, I feel like Brody and I are more open to the idea that the government's obviously not telling everyone everything. They're lying. Um, it's not a it's not like hidden knowledge i just feel like we're more open to that idea um and i'm okay with being lied to honestly because there are probably some things i don't want to know that are going on in foreign countries that the government are lying to the people of and if we don't need to know is it really going to be that damaging in the end i mean it might be pretty um heinous what they're doing the u.s and or canada to other countries and and what have you, whatever Trudeau's like next scheme is, like I might not want to know what it is just being a civilian, you know, and not being able to actually do anything about it. See, but I also feel like knowing could also help you prepare mm-hmm. for what's coming next, but then again, you also don't want the burden of knowing. Exactly. It's like being in a position in, say, the White House where you can persuade, like, I mean, if it's possible, like, persuade Trump to not fire that missile that day, and, you know, I can't even imagine the stress you'd have to be under to, like, lie to everyone you know that everything's fine, but you go into work and you, like, are just waiting for the day he, like, pops that nuke button. Yeah, because that definitely would be a scary day, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, lying to the public does have its uses. Can you imagine if the public like had a fucking dash cam. Well, this wouldn't be a dash cam, be a body cam, but like a body cam on everything that Trump does. Like, I would not want to watch that. No, yes. <laughs> His closest advisors have already called him fucking crazy. Imagine seeing that firsthand. Like, there are some things that maybe should be kept a secret in that sense, which is you know why they have the classified files. And uh, meetings and stuff to keep the public—I mean, to keep the public safe, honestly. And if I don't, if I'm not privy to everything that's happening in our government, then I'll—I can live with that. I think. Yeah, exactly right. That's that's true. Um, we're on about thirty minutes now, so we can do our outro, and, and then you can go lie and die. Lie and die. Die and lie. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> um, yeah, so Brody was going to record an episode by himself about esports, but I might join him, um, ask him a few questions about where his kind of goals in esports are. Um, maybe that'll be next week. Maybe that'll be a spare. We're going to have to get back into recording spares before I go back to college. Hopefully that week I have off or whatever. We can find some time in the evening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got still got a lot of topics for you guys. Sorry about the missed episode last week. Um, we will have one up this Friday, which is, Jesus, it's the 24th already of July. Um, and then we will have a poll up sometime this week to vote on what we're talking about next week um but yeah this was episode 76 i did check <laughs> um where can they find us on our social group not ready um we'll have a poll up 
soon in the near future, um, possibly with our next topic in it. And so that'll be up on our Facebook. Other than that, we have our Twitter and our Instagram. Those are our main sources to get a hold of us to, for new information and stuff like that. Other than that, as always, we're on Spotify for listening purposes and Google and Apple Music and the new ones that I don't remember. What are they? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Go check us out on Anchor FM. It has all the links to all the new ones that we uh, don't know yet. That's what it's called, Anchor FM. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, we also got our merch up on Redbubble. We'll take a look at that. Maybe buy something for you or your friends or your family. Or all. That'd be cool. Buy the entire stock to the website, please. Yeah. Just here's a surprise to you. Have all my money. <laughs> yeah. You and, know then other, and other than that, we also have our Patreon. If you guys are willing and interested in that, there's different tiers. Eat. Oh, I'd have a drink by getting thirsty. Other than that, I think that's yeah. That's a, that's about it. That's that's a wrap, folks. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for bearing with us through this last couple months. It's been fucking busy and yeah. crazy and lots going on. Uh, seems like just yesterday we moved in, but uh, it definitely you know, wasn't. It's been almost two months now. Jesus. Um, yeah, right. How does time fly so quickly? Yeah. Hopefully, once Brody's job picks up and I'm eventually out of college, we can do more with the place. You know, turn it more into a a community like we're wanting to. Um, and we are excited to have you guys along for the ride. So if you enjoy, password to your friends, share on social media, and just keep listening because that's what helps us the most. And We'll keep doing what we're doing, and we'll catch you guys next time. See ya. For sure. Bye-bye. Bye.